Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hello, friend. Welcome to episode 50. Oh my goodness, I can't even believe I'm saying that. When we launched the Garden of Favor podcast in August of 2020, I had no clue what God had planned, and I honestly still don't really know except that I absolutely love this space. I love this community, and I am so grateful for all of you, for those of you listening, whether this is your first episode or your 50th, I am so grateful for you, and I want to thank you for allowing me to have a space where I get to share what the Lord puts on my heart. I really am a emotional person. And so I do a lot of these episodes, really whatever the Lord impresses on my heart. And the feedback that I get from y'all is so incredible to see how God uses my own personal life and whatever he's teaching me to then be able to share mess to message, trials to triumph, test to testimony, right? So I want to thank you for being part of the Garden of Favor community. By the way, if you're not part of the Facebook community, get over there, Garden of Favor Bloom Society. We have a lot of really great, good conversations and encouragement throughout the week talking about real life stuff. We talk about a lot of Jesus and a lot of business and other things in between. But again, I want to thank you for allowing me to share my heart and to have a place where I can use whatever the Lord is giving me. And um, if you haven't already left a review and you have found value in this podcast, I would absolutely love it and be so grateful if you would leave a review as well as share it. Share it with your friends who have businesses or team or whoever you feel like maybe an episode could help someone. I would be so grateful for that. So, all right, well, let's hop in because as an entrepreneur, I love this topic and I see it a lot on social media, especially in the network marketing space. So I'm sure if you have any social media platform, you have heard people talking about ground level opportunities. And I see it going around all the time. In fact, I have personally used it to sell opportunities to people. Several years ago, I was switching from my first network marketing business to my second. And part of the reason why I switched was because, well, one, I knew God was calling me out of the first one. But second, one of the enticing things about it was that it was ground level. You know, it was a company that had been around for a long time, but yet it was ground level because nobody knew about it. And not, I will say that the Lord has showed me so much favor in that business, but something happened over time that the ground level sizzled out. And what happened was my heart was no longer satisfied by the idea that this was a ground level opportunity. And I knew that the Lord was calling me to more. 
and I stopped looking for ground level opportunities and I started seeking out a God level opportunity. I have learned so much in the entrepreneur world over the last seven years through network marketing, through boutique, through apparel, through coaching, and I want to share with you today what the Lord has taught me the difference between ground level versus God level. And perhaps you are in a place where you are discerning, hey, is this a God leading me to this? Is this something I should be part of? Should I jump in it? Is it network marketing? Is it you know investing in maybe the stock market or starting a a boutique or, or coaching, but something that is enticing to you. And I'm going to call it ground level because I think that's a word that again is, is thrown around a lot, but anything else that's not God level that's enticing falls under this ground level. And I want to talk with you today about the lessons that I have learned and how to discern through a God level opportunity and anything else, AKA ground level. So first things first, I want to share with this with you because the Lord taught me that not all good things are God things. Now, yes, we do know that all good things come from above. So I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that just because something is good and potentially a good opportunity does not mean it is a God opportunity for you, right? Something else the Lord has really put on my heart lately is that, you know, hey, Heather, if I tell you or show you something, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily for everybody else. So the fact that, you know, I have had a lot of favor in network marketing. I look back on my network marketing career and I'm like, man, I have built multiple six, seven, and eight figure businesses in network marketing alone. And I know that the Lord called me out of that space. I know because I have prayed about it and I asked the Lord, am I supposed to start building my business again? I was going on a walk and because I know there's a lot of opportunity there. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of experience. there's a lot of helping people. There's a lot of sharing it. And I really truly believe it is a great opportunity. It's a great company. There are great products, but I'm trying to figure out, is this a God level opportunity for me? Or is it another way to make money? Two different things, right? And we'll talk a little bit about that to, to discern the two. But anyways, I was on this walk and I'm walking through my neighborhood. This is when it wasn't snowing out. And I looked down at the sidewalk and there spray painted on the sidewalk was the word new. I have no clue what it was there for. It looked like something from the city. You know, they were doing something with the pipes or whatever, but the Lord confirmed in my heart, I am doing a new thing. And it was confirmation for me not to go back to the old, what, what is familiar, what I have had favor in, what I'm, I've been really good at. You know, I've, I've obviously I've built my own businesses, but I've also been able to teach thousands of women how to do the same thing that I was able to do. But the Lord continued to show me that it's not where he has me. And I know it's not where he has me because he wants me to help other people do that. But that's a whole other story for another day. Um, but, you know, I know that network marketing is a really good thing. And it, it is it is a field that God has called a lot of women to. Perhaps you're in network marketing. There are a lot of really great opportunities. There are a lot of really amazing ways to make an impact and make an income. But not all good things are God things. Not all good things are what God is calling you to do. And so I want to encourage you to pray about that. God, this is a good thing. It's probably pretty easy to see if something is good. But is this is this a, is this what you're calling me to? So pray that. But here I'm going to share with you today 
a number of different things that will be able to help you discern through a ground level or a good level opportunity and in between a God level opportunity. So let's dive in so that you can help discern through this good thing, but making sure this is a God thing. So I think a lot of opportunities that are good and perhaps ground level, they will entice you by money, right? And money is not evil. And let's just clear that up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Money, the love of money is what is where we get in trouble. Money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. But this thing that a lot of opportunities can promise is money, right? And what I have come to learn is that you can make money doing anything, literally. Look around you. Every single thing that is around you, somebody created, somebody has sold, and somebody has bought. I see lipstick. I see pictures. I see a, a ring light. I see a computer. I see earbuds, uh, sticky notes. I mean, literally everything somebody has created, somebody has sold, and I have purchased it or somebody purchased it for me. And so there are endless ways to make money. But when it is a God-level opportunity, there will be favor. There will be favor on it that it won't even matter so much about the money. Do I? Money is a part of favor, but a lot of other things equal favor. But money is promised in these good, good ground level things, but favor is promised in God because you are being obedient to God. And when you chase after quality, the quantity always follows. When you chase after quality, God, God's thing, quantity, he will, he will give you more than you could ever ask or imagine. All right. Another way to discern is there's usually this feeling, a sense of urgency, this sense of like, I, I, I got to get in on this now, or I'm going to miss out. And I have come to found that God level opportunities don't have a sense of urgency in a, in a sense of that going to miss out that FOMO, right? But rather they have a sense of peace. In fact, that's another point of mine is that ground level good opportunities will very much talk about FOMO. If you don't do this now, you're going to miss out. But what I have found is that God level opportunities are the exact opposite. It will give you JOMO. So if you followed along in December, we did a JOMO challenge and that stands, if you're new to that, it stands for the joy of missing out. I want to give you an example of this in the, in the business space. So again, we, we live in a social media driven world. Chances are you probably have a Facebook, Instagram, some other form of, whether it's Pinterest, TikTok, whatever. And there are people who inspire you and, and they really encourage you and motivate you, man, like you love to see what they do. FOMO will make you feel like, you know, you would be missing out if you don't get to do what they do. JOMO is like, hey, I've called her to that. She is operating in her field. She is occupying her territory well, and she's doing well, and she's experiencing favor. It's okay that I've called you to something different. There's a joy in missing out. You can watch her succeed in her business. That's how really how I feel about network marketing right now. Again, I recently prayed in December, I had a really good, so I technically still have a network marketing business and I love the company that I most recently had partnered with a couple years ago. Like I said, great product, great company. And I have asked the Lord multiple times, can I go back? And last year in 2020 or even 2019, 2019 might've been the walk with the spray painted new, but last year in December, our team, my team did incredible. 
And I haven't touched that business in over a year and a half as far as like actively really building it. I still use the products. I still answer people's questions and I'll talk about it if they ask, but I don't promote it at all. And um, I asked the Lord, God, am I supposed to go back to this? Because look at all the opportunity and I see other people succeeding and I see other people doing really, really well. And the Lord again reiterated, I am doing a new thing. I'm making a desert, uh, you know, the verse... And I've shared that with you in a couple other episodes, but he is making a way in the dry land, a, a way through the wilderness. And I, I, I get so much peace about, I can watch other people succeed, do incredible things. I mean, I'm seeing people do amazing things, making crazy money, making crazy impact. And I'm like, man, they're doing awesome. But I have a sense of joy about it that it's okay that they're doing it and I'm not. I do have a joy of missing out. And it's because I know I'm right where God wants me. So you should be seeking out Jomo. Don't let FOMO whisper in your ear and lie, lie the lies to you about you're going to miss out. Because you will never miss out on what God has for you if you're seeking him first, ever. You will never, let me repeat that, you will never miss out on God's, what he has for you if you are, in fact, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That verse promises it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then. All right, let's get to the next point because I could go on and on about that. Besides the sense of urgency and the FOMO versus the sense of peace and the JOMO, there is this pressure of like, in addition to that, there's this pressure of you're going to miss out if you don't do it for this good, these really great timely opportunities. But in a God level opportunity, it won't be about you missing out. It'll be about others missing out if you don't do it. I think of Esther, right? So God, like Mordecai said to her, um, and I think of the scripture, literally, we all probably know where it says, um, you were made for such a time as this. It says before that, if you don't, God will find somebody else. So so a, a ground level good opportunity that's timely will say, hey, you're going to miss out. But a God level opportunity will say, hey, if you don't fulfill your calling, other people are going to miss out. We are called to love God and love people. Jesus came to serve. And really, ground level good opportunities that come by, there's so many ways to make money and there's so many ways to do things, but we're called to serve. And so God level opportunities are all about serving. Yes, they will compliment you. Yes, they will They will be things that you're excited about that give you peace. All those things, yes, but they really are about serving. And there's this idea that, you know, there's this pressure to do it now, whereas a God level opportunity, it's more of a responsibility. It's more of a, oh my goodness, God created me for this. This is like, this isn't just about being successful and making it big and making a lot of money and, you know, having worldly success, whether that's fame, power, or money, but that there's a responsibility to do this because God has called me to it. And let me tell you this, in addition to that, you probably will not feel qualified in a God level opportunity. But a lot of these other opportunities, like, you know what? I might not have, know how to do this, but I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Whereas in a God level opportunity, you're like, oh my goodness, I don't know how on earth this is going to happen. But God is, God's calling me to it and, and I'm, I'm going to trust him. 
I talk a lot about God-sized dreams. And, you know, a lot of, like, a God-sized dream is so big that you need God to do it. You don't know how it's going to happen without him, but it's going to happen. So these good ground-level opportunities, they, they, they really create this sense of pressure, whereas God-level opportunities, there's, there is a, a sense of peace. Ground-level opportunities have this idea that you're, you're hoping that it's right. You're hoping this is the best investment. You are praying that this is the right one. This is the right place to put your time, your energy, your money, your heart. Whereas a God-level opportunity, you are hearing from God that it is right. You're not just hoping that it's right, but you have heard and you have he has confirmed to you, whether that's through other people or through your quiet time with him or through scripture or something. The Lord has used so many different things to confirm things for me. In fact, he's currently confirming things right now in an, in an opportunity that a business partner and I are, uh, we're, we're brainstorming through and talking through and the Lord every day has been giving little signs of confirmations. So it's not a matter of, oh, I'm hoping this is right. Oh man, I hope that we're not making a mistake here. It's like, oh my goodness, God is confirming that this is where he is taking us. This is where he's leading me. Oftentimes a ground level opportunity that's, it's, or a timely thing, it, it will complicate your life. It will not necessarily fit, but it'll complicate it. Whereas a God-level opportunity, it will complement your life, not complicate it. And a lot of the times, the ground level, the good opportunity, it'll make sense. Statistics, statistically, it'll make sense. You see it on paper, it makes sense. Like, yes, if I do this and I do that, it'll all make sense. Whereas a God-level opportunity often requires a lot of faith and it'll be kind of one of those like, man, against all odds kind of a thing. Like, I don't know how God's going to do this, but I trust him, right? So I just want to encourage you that, you know, oftentimes I think we try to put God into something as opposed to making God the thing. And I think that is the main difference in being able to identify where God is calling you. We can, and God will turn all things to good. He certainly has in my life and he, I have made not so great choices, but he still turned it to good because that's who God is and that's what he promises. He will make all things good for those who love him. But it doesn't mean that that, that didn't come without pain and that didn't come without consequences. And, you know, I'll give you an example is that I joined a network marketing company that exploded right away. It was, it, and it, well, it was my three years of hard work yielded really awesome fruit in the fourth year, but it was in a new company. And what happened was this was a ground, like I was promised, this was a ground level opportunity. It was a once in a lifetime chance. And I had this sense of urgency, this FOMO that I was going to miss out if I didn't do it. And it was all about like, look how much money you could make. And you know, this pressure to join now, get in now, or you're going to miss out. Um, and I was just hoping that, you, ah, you know, it was right. Um, and I did have peace about it. I really did. And God blessed us immeasurably through it. However, what happened was when I stopped really putting God first, I started to realize that this thing became, just became another job. And it wasn't, it, it was no, it was not a God level opportunity for me. And it became work. It didn't become a passion. It was no longer a, a, a this thing that really felt like I was right where I belonged. It was, I was making it work. Like I was putting God in my business as a make, as opposed to making God my business. I was sprinkling God on top of it. Like he was an accessory or like the, you know, the, the, the cherry on top. God is not an accessory to your business. God is your business. 
We are here to worship, love, honor God in all we do and say, and that includes our work. And so I want to encourage you to, to chase after God and he will lead you to the opportunity that he wants you to do. And so what happened was I went after this network marketing business. It exploded. It was crazy. It was, I, I had everything that I could have ever wanted until I realized it was not what I wanted. And what I did was I started to get anxious. I was sprinkling God on top of it and justifying that because I was had favor there and I was successful, that it had to be a God thing. And God made it so clear to me that it was not a God thing any longer, but I couldn't fathom walking away from it. I couldn't fathom why not? Like, why would you give me all this success more than I could have ever imagined, but yet it wasn't a God thing. And so what happened was <laughs> I started looking for a plan B and I found several plan Bs out of desperation and, and ang- anxiousness of losing it all. And what that turned into was a bunch of other quote unquote good opportunities you know, on ground level, good opportunities. I had, so I had a coaching, I was already certified in coach as a Christian life coach. And I hadn't really done a ton with my business because I was so busy with the other business, but I also had a a faith-based apparel business. But what happened was I saw another opportunity to make money and I was like, well, I'm going to expand the apparel business into a boutique. Because what happened was I was doing my flat lays and I would take pictures of the shirts and I would have people asking me, well, where did you get the jewelry to go with that? Where did you get the hats or the or the jeans or the shoes or whatever? And I'm like, well, I don't want to sell other people's stuff. I want to sell my stuff and make money, right? I was looking for a way to make money. I wasn't necessarily looking for what made the most, what made God sense, right? Instead of, it was to me, I was making my own sense out of it. And what happened was I ended up launching a boutique and in the first month, we did over $15,000 in sales. It seemed like, wow, this is a good thing. There's favor. There's goodness. Like God's blessing this. But quickly, you know, three months in, I realized this is another J-O-B. It's, it's just another job. It was not a God-level opportunity. It was a good opportunity. God even blessed it. We saw financial success from it. It was really successful. People loved it. I was having fun with it. But then the time that it started to take away from the other things, I realized quickly, this is this is just another job. And I could have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of finances. I mean, I don't know if you've ever known anyone who's done a boutique or started a boutique. It, it there's a, there could be a lot of overhead, depending on how you how you start it. But there was for us. And quickly, three months in, I realized this is not the calling on my life. This is another job. And there is a big difference between your purpose and your calling and then a God-level opportunity and and really another opportunity that could be a good thing, that could make money, that could, could do all the things or yield all the things that you want. But I'm telling you, nothing will satisfy you. Nothing. No money no popularity, no, no, anything will satisfy you like Jesus. And y'all, I've learned that the hard way. Literally, I've shared this so many times, but that's the one thing I want to help women in business do. I've, I was, I think I've seen this question recently on Facebook. It was like, what is the one thing that you would help that you have gone through that you would help to, you would love to help other women avoid? And I'm like, oh man, 
yeah, it's easy for me. I would love to help women who are entrepreneurial, who see like they they like business and they they want to do a business and they even want to do it God's way but seeking after worldly success above God God's definition of success which really is obedience and that kind of it ties to this it's like are you looking for a God level opportunity what he has literally created you for or are you looking for another really great opportunity that's a ground level that's good that has a lot of opportunity I want to encourage you today if you are maybe being called to pivot or you feel like you've been tempted by some some other opportunities, because listen, there are many shiny objects out there. I get DMs in my inbox often about opportunities. I just got one the other day and I'm like, oh, you don't know my story, do you? Um, and so all that to say, not all good things are God things. But when you seek after God and you ask him, is this is this for me, God? Like, is this a God level opportunity? He will give you, you will, you will, you will experience favor. You have a sense of peace. You will have a responsibility to do that. You know that this is about other people. This is about serving. You'll have Jomo. You can watch other people be successful, but you will know that God has you right where he wants you. It'll all be about kingdom gain as opposed to personal gain. It'll be about growing God's kingdom. You will know he will confirm for you that it is what he has for you. It will complement your life, not complicate it. You will feel unqualified, but you will know that God's calling you to it and you can do it. And it will require faith. So I want to encourage you, if you are discerning through it, just keep seeking him. Get into the quiet place. Jeremiah 33, 3, come to me and I will tell you hidden things that you do not know. If you're asking God, is this of you? Go ask him. Like get into the quiet place so that you can actually hear his voice so that he can tell you, yes, move forward or no, I've got something better. And I really wish I would have listened to him and I would have created this space to listen to him. And instead of putting God into my business and like he was an accessory and I figured it out first and then I put God on top of it. No, I wish I would have made God my business. Would have saved me a lot of heartache. It would have saved me a lot of time. It would have saved me a lot of financial investments. It would have saved me, really, probably my most uh, traumatic experience of my lifetime. So seek after God. He won't lead you wrong. And I, if I can help you discern through some of those things, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to, to help you with that. But let's pray. Father God, thank you for these truths. Thank you for God-level opportunities. God, you have created each and every one of us on purpose, for purpose, for such a time as this. And if we don't do it, you'll find somebody else to do it. God, you don't need us, but you want us. And you don't need us to work for you. You want us to work with you. God, you are so good. And we are so grateful for your kindness and for your mercy and for your ability to reroute us when we make wrong decisions, God, I thank you for leading us to where we are today. And I pray for the woman who is discerning through whatever it is that she is trying to figure out. Is this of you? Is this what you're calling her to? God, that you confirm that for her, either a yes or a no. Father, we pray that you open doors that only you can open and close those doors that only you can close. God, we love you. We thank you. We ask all of this in your precious and holy name. Amen.